What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Not Too Much Podcast. I'm Bub. I'm Ho. And Dave. And that was our third theme song, because it's our third episode. We're going to try and think of something funny every week. So this episode, we have a few segments. We're going to talk about music, and we also have an interview with our friend Kristen. Talk about the dating scene and the dick pics she always gets and the dick pics we don't send. So... Look forward to that. And then there's a Fear the Walking Dead thing that Dave is doing. I'm going to put that in after the interview. So there's going to be talking, interview, Fear the Walking Dead, and then the end. The first thing I wanted to ask Dave, and I'll answer for myself too, and not so much Eric because he, uh, he doesn't work with us, but I wanted to know if you have any good delivery stories lately. Not really. Like the I, uh, the delivery guys do that sometimes. Eh. And, and we work there too, so like we've never brought it up. The only thing I have is I had to deliver through a picket line at mm. <laughs> Verizon. I'm familiar with this picket line. But it was two women. There might have been a third lurking around by the time I was like almost gone, but it was just two, and they were very polite. I could tell they wanted to be mean to me because I was, like, serving the scabs. <laughs> but why bother? But, like, why be mean to me? Like, yeah. You know, like, what, what what did I do? You're not the CEO of Verizon. <laughs> like, the worst thing they made me do was, like, I had to... Once I rang the little buzzer for them to come down, I had to go get behind their line so the people that come out to get the pizza had to come outside. <laughs> <laughs> It would have been so awesome if, like, when you walked out, somebody just threw a bucket yeah, of blood on yeah, you. Yeah, throwing shit and, like, <laughs> hell no, we won't go, or whatever the hell picketers yell. You don't know where I've been. And just, like, <laughs> is that still going on, that the I think picketing? so. Not so you, much down the street, but. You could troll them so hard. <laughs> I would every day. Like, that would be my lunch break. Just, like, <laughs> just fucking with the. We are goddamn pimp this week, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, we've sunk some money into this we've got a board a mixing board now and a couple mics we still need our third mic for ho yeah which it's on order it's coming next week by the by next week's podcast we'll have it all set up he got it for him for his birthday he got him a microphone yeah speaking of which may 8th is eric's birthday happy birthday thanks guys happy birthday eric we got a pizza we got wings those those didn't have anything to do with eric he didn't eat yet but Well, he had a birthday dinner. He had a his, birthday dinner. With his old lady. A burger. A, that's, birth, that's a birthday choice. burger. Mm. When sometimes you just want a burger. Had I one. feel you, dog. I'm full. Plain burger. <laughs> Dipped in steak sauce. <laughs> well, it's okay. Yeah, so we upgraded and we got a few supplies from uh, Cool Little Music Shop. Shout out Rick. Hooked us up. And in fact... The cables I bought, I might want to get longer versions of them, so we might see them again. <laughs> Inevitably, we'll, uh, we will. We wanted to address our musical tastes in this one a little bit. 
I felt like music was overdue. My idea, and Dave concurred, he said he was going to suggest it anyways, that we, we give out each of our, like, top ten albums. And when I, I stressed, when I made up this idea, or came up with this idea, that it wouldn't be the top ten best albums, you know? Just your favorites. You know, because, like, Rolling Stone does that. They do the top hundred albums of all time, and they have to, like, take into account everyone. Yeah. We just we wanted just our personal favorites, the albums that stuck with us. Your go-tos. It's mostly, like, from, like, basically when I was in high school and on from there, because that's when I listened to music the most, you know? Like, that's when you sat down with, like, you bought a CD and you sat down and looked at it while you listened to it. It doesn't happen anymore. I miss, I miss those days, for <laughs> sure. Yeah. I mean, I sold all my CDs. Like, the only thing I have right now is my MP3s, my, my collection... I have the weirdest, like, I have a closet full of cases of CDs, but the CDs are, none of the CDs are in there. <laughs> Cause you, did you have one of those big old boulders? That yeah, you, somewhere down the road I did, yeah. And, and then you like, probably lost that. <laughs> I just have the cases of That's CDs. That's really the most unique, because then you can just burn the CDs well, again. E- exactly. Nowadays, I'm like, if I see something I really wanted, I, I'll just go back and I'll just steal whatever, based on, like, oh, I wish I had that CD. In fact, yeah. I just borrowed dave's hard drive well not really borrowed his hard drive we swapped hard drives he donated his hard drive to me so i could put my music collection on so he could sift through it and he's he said it was a gold mine oh your yours was a a fucking treasure trove because i don't i don't ever delete anything i I just keep everything even if it sucks (laughs) well we had a lot of like a lot of the stuff i gave you like we had a lot of matches oh yeah and then you had a lot you know other shit. In fact, I expect a lot of matches on our top ten albums. Uh, I'm curious. Maybe not a lot. I'm, I'm, we didn't share share ours with each other, so it's going to be. I'd be happy with like a few matches between between all of us. Yeah. So, I know your tastes go a little bit further than ours, mine and Hose, but mine and Hose are almost There's gonna be <laughs> the some same. Similar. We grew up like sharing CDs and liking sure. the same bands. You know, like. I want you to. I want you to go first. Actually, we'll go right down the row. Okay, if that's cool with you guys. So you want to jump right into that, huh? Jump right into it. Yeah, let's uh, see what you got. I didn't do ten though. So Let yeah, me... he he hastily threw it together. That's my birthday. It was his birthday. He didn't want to. You can do whatever you want on your birthday. It's, it's true. true. On your birthday, did you know you can steal anything you want on your birthday? Hadn't heard it, but it's a federal law. I got a couple hours <laughs> or one hour. Don't steal anything on your fucking birthday. I just made that up. Thirty nine <laughs> minutes. Okay, so I have a solid eight, and then there was four more that I wanted to oh, do. I, I had a hard time, too. Uh, my favorite band is the Bouncing Souls. They have been, since I liked punk rock, like, that's what that's what I do now, punk rock. I mean, I I went through a little metal phase for a, for a second, you know, like Corn. That was a good phase. It formed. Corn and, like, Limp Bizkits. <laughs> That first Corn album, though, I could still rock to. It's good. I almost put it on. The first one's okay. I still listen to it. Okay, so number one, Maniacal Laughter by the Bouncing Souls. The whole the whole CD's good. The whole album. The second one, I have Assorted Jelly Beans, self-titled. <laughs> what? Every... You heard it? I know it. It's... Yeah. Okay, it's simple, and it's not groundbreaking, but it's just one of those albums that I just... It's... Scott Punk, I get it. It's Scott Punk. That was, I mean, I still like Scott Punk. That was, that kind of like went away, but not for me. Yeah. <laughs> get it. Uh, the third one is Devil's Night Out by the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. And throughout this list, I didn't want to repeat any bands. So I would probably put more than one Bouncing Souls and more than one Boss Tones on here. But since I only wanted to pick one, 
I picked the first one of the Boston's. A cool little story. You know how like every band nowadays does those tours, like the like the throwback album tours. They'll they'll play a whole album or two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, before that was a big trend. The, a recent Boston show just they started off and they played all ten tracks of Devil's Night Out. They didn't announce it. They didn't tell you know. They didn't advertise it. They just before they the even, before they even like broke for like uh, talking you know like well hey buffalo oh, nice. hey buffalo what glad was, to be here what show was that it was that tom ballroom i think was it new year's not that one no it was before that one they just played track one to ten in order front to back then That's devil's sweet. night out i love it when a band does that. and you know only big fans of them would even notice it because mm. they just they didn't i mean they just went from song to song they didn't like announce it or whatever but that was really cool when they did that number four Destruction by definition by the Suicide Machines, same as the assorted jelly beans. Just it's every like every song. I mean, it's a lot of the same shit over and over again. Which you could say that about almost every band ever. Whatever genre, genre they play, yeah. is just a lot of the same shit over and over again. And if you like it, it's all good. Preach. Suicide Machines. That album was. I forgot about that one. It was very Matter good. Matter of fact, I just want to cut you off. Mm-hmm. Um, when you gave me that hard drive, I did. that was one of the albums I did put back on my... Like, oh, I saw it, I was like, oh, fuck, that was so good. I put it on my new iPod, so... Giddy app. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number five, Losing Streak by Less Than Jake. Kind of had to pick between them and Real Big Fish, because I didn't want both, because it was basically the same idea. You picked the right one. Well, there's a story that goes along with that CD... And I'm sure Dave would probably bring it up eventually tonight. Uh, the show when they, when Lesson Jake came to Fredonia, dude, that for, was there was for like Fred Fest. It was the middle of the day. The show it was a Friday afternoon. Wasn't it was it? like a Friday afternoon. They played in the lawn outside of Steel Hall. Like it wasn't even a stage. It was barely a stage. Fifty people tops. Would Fifty you say? people. We we knew. We all knew each other. That was fucking. They awesome. they didn't have an opening band. The the band that was supposed to play with them didn't show up, so they played extra long. Mm-hmm. And it was just everyone was nice to each other. You know, like there was a few years earlier when they had the Boston's and there was like the mud fight. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that happened. It was a sunny day. It was Dude, awesome. It was, yeah. it was a great show. They were my favorite band at the time. And, so yeah. imagine seeing your favorite fucking band. With in, in your front backyard. of nobody, yeah. yeah. Like you drive five minutes and just just your friends fucking partying and watching Less Than Jake. And that was so before good. even Hello Rockview came out, right? That was losing streak time. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's awesome. So good, yeah. Uh, number six, Around the Fur by Deftones. I almost put Adrenaline, but I don't know. I like more songs on Around the Fur a lot. I mean, it's they're both awesome. The thing about the Deftones are, though, like, I've kind of been a lax fan. A lot of their, like, three of their most current albums I don't really ever, I haven't even had, like, a solid listen. Yeah, I get it. I did listen to the brand new one, though, and it's good. Gore. Gore. I like White Pony. Yeah, White Pony's good. White Pony's my favorite It's your fave? Yeah. Kill Kill. Number seven, the Blue Album, Weezer. Every song's good. I mean, there's not much more to say about Weezer, or at least that CD. I, everything since is kind of, eh. Yeah. I, I mean, Pinkerton's good, and then the Green they, Album. They, like, yeah, I don't know. They have like three or four really good songs on every album, mm-hmm. but no other album has the feel of that album. That album is front to back perfect. I agree. Number eight, Nerf Herder, self-titled. Yeah. Just, is that the orange shirt? Orange shirt, golf shirt. is the. That's a solid album. It's... It's beauty. 
Number nine, it's like an anthology album kind of thing. You know, like Op Ivy came out with that album that's mm-hmm. just all their songs because they weren't together that long. Yeah. Uh, Slapstick. Mm. The I think it's just self-titled. It's just all their songs. Can I ask you something? Mm-hmm. Was Danny Adriano from Alkaline Trio in that band? Yes. Cool. I'm, I was. I think he played bass. I assume he played bass. I, I assume so. Yeah, I thought so. Brennan Kelly. Yeah, I mean, there. There's not much to say about the actual music. It's just standard. Scott Punk. Scott Punk, just like <clears throat> the other two that I put on there. But awesome. But awesome. And earlier than other bands did it, probably. Mm-hmm. The last one, uh, Halfway Between Here and There by the RX Bandits. Another one, just I liked almost every song on it. There's one song that stands out, Gun in Your Hand. It's so good. And there was two more that I kind of tried to fit in, but they didn't make the cut. But Shout I'll just, them out. I'll mention it real H-H-M's. quick. Uh, Link 80, 17 Reasons. Mm. Another just standard, fair, punk ska. And then The Battle's Just Begun by the band Jersey. Uh, I saw them open for uh, Lane Meyer and Lawrence Arms. That's the show. It was Lane Meyer, Lawrence Arms, and Jersey. Mm. And this this was when Jersey still had the chick singer, and she was super cute. So that's part of the reason I really like that band, because... You have a... I didn't expect you to be, like, right down the middle, just fucking Scott Punk. Oh, jeez. That's just what... That's everything. They all stuck with me, man. That's fine, man. Hey, you do you, homie. Sarah Brooksbank. I was trying to think of her name. Who's that? The chick from Jersey. Uh, she she exited the band before that before the next album. So that was just the. I mean, there was a first CD that wasn't as good as Battles Just Begun, but then the one after that. I think she married one of the band members of Avail. Remember that she band? She could have done better. <laughs> Avail. Avail. Uh, Avail had one good song. <laughs> song number fifteen, or was it song two? That I think fifteen sounds right. <laughs> song two was Blur. <laughs> Woohoo! <laughs> that one? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. So that's my list, guys. Eric is up. I have a top eight, I guess. I added one. <laughs> so does that make a nine or you're no, up? To- no, it's eight. I added one while he was talking because I thought of it. Oh, let's see. Uh The Bouncing Souls, also my number one. I'm gonna pick the self-titled, because that's where it all began. We listened to it at the same time, Scott and I. Well that's the thing. You, what, you heard from one of your Binghamton roommates that they were good, right? It was a friend. It was my roommate, but... Okay. Friend of a roommate, whatever. He said, Bouncing Souls, they're good. Yeah, did, and did then... Not, did not show me one lick of a song. You, you said, when we were, like, at Media Play, you should buy this. You should then, buy this. And then I don't think I did the first time. And then didn't we go to the Warp Tour? So I, I went into the Warp Tour thinking, oh, the Bouncing Souls might be good. I don't think we heard them at all before that CD. Right, no, but it's not like we watched the band and, like, yeah. you know. All I remember is at the Warp Tour, this was in 1997, our first Warp Tour, I was trying to, like, get Dickie to, to get a picture with us and, like, sign something. But he was making a beeline through the crowd. For the Souls. And he was going to watch the Bouncing Souls, and that's what made me want to just, okay, I already heard they were good. Dickie went to go see him on purpose, and Greg was wearing a suit. I don't know, that impressed me, too, yeah, for some yeah. reason. So... All that made me want to go buy that CD, or at least that was just the CD that was new at the time, right? Yeah, yeah that, that was the newest it one. It just came that. out. Yeah. So we bought it, and it was awesome. Yep. Track one cracked. Track Boom. one cracked. Awesome. First song we ever heard by the Bouncing Souls. Like, I mean, I'm sure we could have maybe watched them live, but we didn't know anything back then. We didn't know. Probably watching some other band. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, Strung Out's going to make the list. 
Dave. I don't know if they made your list, but Suburban Teenage Wasteland Blues. Mm. Mm. That's what it's called. Really? That's what it's called, right? Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> is that their first one? I think, no, I don't I think, think so. I think it, Twisted I, by I, Design was before that one. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure it's their first. If it's not, they had like like an EP or something like that before it. But I mean, it, it was tit for tat with those two. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they're both awesome. I picked one. That's awesome. It's gonna always be awesome. I feel you. Oh uh, yeah. Deftones made the list. I went with Adrenaline. Another because that's where it started kind of situation. I, uh, another day in paradise was first, but okay. Okay, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I was, yeah. I was not, looking it up. No, that's cool. That one, I, that one was good too. Mm-hmm. A little more raw and local. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So adrenaline, you did around the fur, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Adrenaline makes mine, but around the fur, awesome too. I, I threw a, a hip hop on here, the far side. Ooh, bizarre, bizarre ride. Yes, too. up top, dude. <laughs> nice. That one, it doesn't get old, honestly. Uh, Glassjaw, the first one on everything you ever wanted to know about Silence One. Mm-hmm. That's an awesome album. The Clash, this is kind of a cheater. The Clash on Broadway kind of encompasses their entire career. Hey, that's kind hey, of a, it's an album. That's hey. kind of a, kind of a cheat, hey. but, but uh, all of them were awesome. Uh, Bucko Nine Twenty Eight Teeth. <laughs> Listened to that last week. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> still, still loved it. Every song is awesome on that album. And uh, Kid Dynamite, the was it the first one, the self-titled, the black and red one. Mm-hmm. That that one makes it because that that it's it's a probably clocks in like seventeen minutes, but it's a pretty good album. <laughs> and I don't, twenty-five tracks, seventeen minutes I, long. I, I, I can devote seventeen minutes to that any day. <laughs> and All that, right, that rounds out my top eight, which be, I compiled. Before we unveil uh, Dave's pins uh, and needles, huh? We are brought to you by Not Your Father's Ginger Ale. I hadn't tried it yet, and it's pretty damn good. And Ho's got some linen kugels. Linen kugels? I mean, what? Linen kill kills. Linen kill kills. Oh, god damn. Linen kegels? Well, <laughs> listen, somebody's got to fucking call us because I'm sick of begging for fucking sponsorship. I'm drinking Labatt, so if anybody from Labatt wants to give us a call, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Alright, so uh, Weezer's Blue Album, it's beautiful, it's cool, it's fun, it is an antidepressant. Did you write all those notes down? For Fear the Walking Dead? No, 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 like you're saying it's cool, it's, no, it's beautiful. No, no, okay. no, no, no. It seemed like you were reading it, it would have been awesome if you wrote that <laughs> no, down. No, it's, uh, <laughs> it's cool, it's uh, beautiful. <laughs> There's actually us in there. No, um... So like blue album is just perfect. Uh, if you if you ask me, that's the best album. That's, that's our ever first. Been re- that's our first overlap. Yeah, I mean, a, me and Ho had overlapping bands. Yeah, yeah. there's a few here. Um, this I is like the, it. This is the best album that's ever been written. The Weezer blue album. Oh, the one next. The next one. one? No, the blue album is the oh, best okay. album, oh. album ever written. I will not back down from that. Um, Why should you? Yeah. Amen. Radiohead, the Benz. What's wrong with Radiohead? I'm not a big fan of Radiohead. It's like the gloomiest album. Like it's the exact opposite of Weezer's Blue album. Like it's right. so fucking sad. I'm not gonna tell you you're wrong. There's mm. no way you can. I but, used to get that way about stuff. Not necessarily just music. Just no, no. no you should listen to this because it's good. I, I used to kind of like try and push stuff on people, but now I just I don't care. Everyone anymore. do th- do you do you? Thrice the artist in the ambulance. Mm-hmm. I had that for the life of an of a car. I had that CD in a in a six disc changer. It was number six, and I played it to death. Like it was so good. The lyrics are awesome. They're fucking dark. They're cool, twisted, whatever. 
to, to this day. I, I can pop that in at any time. Silver Sun Pickups, Carnivos. I can't get into them either. Oh, man. I've tried. It took me, like, I think something about that band, like, you have to hit 30 to tur- to like them. <laughs> like, it's, it's just, like, the rules. But once I started yeah, to like them. What's it called? Silver Sun Pickups? Silver. I don't even know them. Oh, my God. That's crazy. You don't know the song Lazy Eye? Nope. I mean, I might know it, but I don't you know, know it. You know it. You know it, but they're... It's, it's on one of those CDs in the bathroom. They so. become one of my favorite bands. The only real throwback I have on here is Metallica, Kill Em All. Yeah, I, Metallica almost made mine. Like, to, if you're, like, under... Well, once again, if you're under 30, you're just like, you mean those sellouts that just suck right, yeah. and everything? Mm-hmm. No, when they were 18 years old, whatever, they were fucking awesome and raw, and Kill Em All is, like... I, it's, how, if I, it's how I want to remember Metallica. Mm-hmm. Like, not this, this corporation that... Sucks at everything. What was on that album? What songs were on that album? Oh, Seek and Destroy. Seek and Destroy. Just that was like their borderline punk album. Motor Breath. Oh, um, I was surprised you went with uh, everything you want to know about Silence from Glassjaw because yeah. I went Worship and Tribute. I, I I think that's like as solid of an album as you. They're could, both awesome. Yeah, I, I just sometimes I go first. The only thing like Unless Worship they're... and Tribute has one of my favorite songs of all time on it. <laughs> Must have run all day. Okay. That's one of my favorite songs of all time, and I guess that would probably be why it landed on my top ten. Kill Kill? Aesop Rock. I still gotta check it out. Well, listen, like, I'm saying None Shall Pass from Aesop Rock is his best album right now, but after three days of listening to that new one, it's probably a better album. Lyrically, he's probably coming to, like, he's probably hit his peak on this one. So this... The Impossible Kid by Aesop Rock in five years might be one of my f- top ten favorite albums of all time. Lagwagon Hoss. I-, I had the hardest time. I, like I had to pick like a a '90s era fat band, mm-hmm. and it was either them, No Use for Names, Strung I think, Out. I think that's the only album by Lagwagon I owned. Yeah. So I'm very familiar with that one, and it was awesome. It's such a good album. The lyrics are so good. Uh, off topic for a second. Um, I just saw Joey Cape of Lagwagon. Performing with no use for a name. Tears, man. He sang his fucking heart out See, with, the thing with about, no use for a name. Yeah, the thing about no use for a name for me, like Tony Sly, R.I.P., whatever, he was good, but I just never was a big fan of no use for a name, honestly. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. I didn't hate him or anything, but I just, there's a lot of bands like that for me, though. Mm-hmm. And there's I had nothing against them. I just never got into them, and everyone liked them, you know, like... Dickie was in a song. Social there. Distortion. No, he wasn't um, on Making Friends. Yeah, yeah. Where was I? I? I also went with like an anthology album, Pixies, Death of the Pixies, because everything's there. Oh, speaking of They're which, wonderful. Yes. Um, I I was going to mention this, and I'm <clears> doing it now so I don't forget. Uh, to supplement our podcast this week, I've made a playlist on Spotify of just songs that we like. It's most mostly stuff I made. Like I put on mixes in my in the past and I just threw it together. I encourage Ho and Dave to add to it, but there's it's 100 songs already up there now. But jeez. Once you you guys can both log into the same account and do it. I love it. Bam. Um I'm on 9 actually. Okay. I'm between Tribe Called Quest, Low End Theory and De La Soul 3 Feet High and Rising. Kind of the same idea. Same idea. The way the way I couldn't, I had to pick between Less and Jake and Real Big Fish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I had to have more hip hop in here because 
somehow like I I wound up being like that. See, I don't know. I, I, I'd throw I threw one on there. See the thing about and I like Farside. So yeah, the the thing about me with hip hop, I don't get into whole albums, and that's kind of true for me with almost every kind of music mm-hmm. nowadays. I prefer to just throw a mix together and listen to mixes. Atmosphere that yeah. hip hop group. I don't ever listen to his whole album, but like, there's so many good songs. Sure. All right, we're back from a break here. So I wanted to ask you guys. So uh, what do you got for me, Dave? <laughs> did anybody do anything heroic this week? Nope. Nope. I did. Unless you count delivering pizzas to people that are hungry. No, no, not at all. Um, I did something very heroic on Friday. What do you got for me, brah? I'm not sure how to feel about it, too. That's the best part about it. So I was going to uh, sign in at the Vets Club on Friday. And um, get out of my car. I see these two women, younger and older, get out of their car, parked around the corner. They go their way. They go into the antique shop next door. I go into the club. I'm in and out. I sign in, bounce. And I'm, as I'm running the corner, walking past their car, I'm like... Oh shit, there's a purse here. And I'm like, it had to belong to one of them. So I pick up the purse. I walk into the uh, the antique store. And I'm like, did anyone lose a purse? And the older woman was like, oh God bless your heart. That's my daughter's purse. Like, I'm so happy that there's still good people in this world. <laughs> but the funny thing was, the daughter gave me the worst stink eye for finding her purse. She must have had, like, a dildo in there. She was. She thought maybe you saw it. You know, <laughs> funny enough, because, like, I, I was, like, legitimately angry and confused, and I was trying to figure out, like, what could have made her so mad that I found her purse and didn't steal anything from it. Hooked a dog up. There, there was money visible in the purse, by the way. Maybe it was like a Dumb and Dumber situation where she dropped it for a like, kidnap situation. <laughs> exactly where I... Funny you say that, because that's where <laughs> I wound up. I figured it was a botched drug deal. Yeah. Like, the dealer was supposed to pick up the purse and give her give her everything else back later. Because <laughs> the money was right there. I mean, the purse was open and there was fucking money sitting there. And she just gave me this look like, You idiot! What are you doing? That's I'm never some, getting my husband back. That is, that's amazing. Yeah, you you mess up the, the kidnapping plan. All the while, Mom was enamored with me. What a sweetheart I was. So, I got one. Go. It's Go not ahead. really heroic on my part. It was heroic on the, on the kid's part. Hmm. I just delivered on Main Street in Dunkirk. Like, it was like the house next to Magic City on Main Street. Nice and dangerous. I like it. So, I see this kid... Riding his bike down, and I apparently dropped this $5 bill. And kid picks it up. I didn't see him pick it up, but he's, he kind of, like, held it up to me. and you know, Oh, kinda, wow. Like, to give to me. Wow. And that was awesome. He's just like a little Puerto Rican kid. and it, I was, I'm not even sure after even this whole transaction that he even spoke English because he didn't say anything to me. So he hands me the 5 He must have saw me drop it because, you know, why would he give it to me? Yeah. Otherwise, because mm-hmm. that's that's a score. You f- yeah, you yeah, that's five it, bucks. You find it and drive away. Twenty games of Miss Pac-Man. <sighs> nice. Like five Lucys. <laughs> <laughs> so he gives it to me, and I I say thank you, and then I say hold on, and I give him a one. Like fair. Thank, thank you for not riding away with it. Yeah. So that was my heroic. He, that dude made a dollar. See. For being a nice kid. In this whole ordeal with the purse, like, I kept on waiting. Just, there was this part of me that was like, she's going to hand me, like, ten bucks. Mm-hmm. 
And instead, she gave me the angriest, filthiest look. She gave you negative ten dollars. Yeah, she gave me like yeah, the the equivalent in shit of ten dollars. Just like <laughs> how much is shit worth? Here's a fucking pile of it. You jerk. It's funny because I kind of regretted not giving them two bucks. Two bucks. I feel like two bucks would be like. That's a score. Like one dollar yeah. is like, oh, thanks for the dollar. That's closer to a fifty-fifty split. But he was a he was a little enough kid where I think a dollar is. Money. He's he's up for the day. Yeah. He's up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he didn't even have you. To... You worked for the five. He mm. rode his rode his bike for a dollar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel you. That's a but win. Yeah, I was surprised I didn't right away. I mean, he probably could have done it without me even noticing. Because I wasn't, I, apparently I'm dropping fives. If I'm going to drop a five, I'm clearly not aware. Inadvertently <laughs> making it rain. It was a $5 bill though, right? Yeah, it was. Okay. Just checking. I didn't know if you had like, sometimes I have like a wad of money. So we have the interview coming up. Dave still wants to talk about Fear of the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And he, I want to hear about this thing that he mentioned to me two weeks ago. We didn't squeeze it in last time. And he randomly told me a phrase I wrote it down. Remind me, he says. And then, like I said, it didn't It didn't come up last week, and I want to know what the fuck it means. He says, yo, write down trash pickle and remind <laughs> me. <laughs> so give it to me. I want to know. Um, two weekends ago, it was a Saturday night. Saturday night, like, I only have one day a week off. I'm kind of like, I sort of have three jobs right now. So, like, I have one day to do do whatever, and plus Saturday night. So Saturday night, I'm usually, like, a sloppy incoherent version of myself. I'm halfway there. You know what I mean? You guys didn't see it, but I gave him a thumbs up. <laughs> to encourage my... Last night was worse than trash pickle <laughs> night. But, uh... I have this thing where, like, I'll take care of having something in my stomach before I go out drinking because I'd like to keep doing it. And, I don't know, it just helps me perform better when I'm full. That particular night, I had a brisket sandwich, some parm fries, and the brisket sandwich came with a pickle. I had everything but the pickle, but I did throw the uh, the pickle in this styrofoam carton in the garbage in my room. <laughs> and I got home after drinking all night, and I'm just like, I've got to fucking, oh god, no, like, I, I gotta do something. And I was like, oh, I still have that pickle <laughs> in the trash. I ate garbage two Saturdays ago. And... I'm fine with it, truthfully. I'm not sure if you had that pickle. I, I <laughs> You borrowed that pickle from the garbage. You, you think? Trash that pickle. Point, you so didn't still have it. This is, it was my first time ever eating garbage. That's, I'm proud of that. That's pretty cool. Um, I did resist garbage this week, too, though. So it kind of evened itself out. Um, I found a completely intact Cadbury egg in a gas station parking lot. Um, the thing was... and I, Oh, you mean the, like the cream egg? The Cadbury egg. The big old chocolate egg yeah. that has a cream shit in the middle? Yeah. It's not like big old. It's like... Completely it's intact. Big. It's like wrapped in foil still. Oh, okay. But I, I, thought just, you, I thought you meant like opened. No, no. I had a decision to make though because there... And I, I, I'm not exaggerating when I say this. There was a condom wrapper three feet from, from the Cadbury egg. I decided to leave it, leave it alone. I don't like them to begin with. This Easter okay. was a bit ago, too. Yeah. So, I mean... It could have been there for a while, too. <laughs> you know I didn't I, consider that. You know what I do like is the mini eggs. Like the, crunt, the yeah. shell ones? Yeah, they're like M&M's, basically. Yeah. No, those are those are tight, but this was the cream of the crop. The creme de la creme. The actual Cadbury Easter egg. Next to a condom. 
I did not. But I thought about that's a tough choice. I thought about what I thought about was the movie Terminator Two. Like, what if this is my like kill Sarah Connor moment? Like, I doomed us all by not eating garbage. Who know? Who knows what the consequences of our actions are in the grand scheme of things? So, two thousand years from now, if robots take over the world, it might be my fault. True story. See, neither of you are. I got you both I, thinking. What can I say? That's Sarah Connor, Condemig. Oh, we did a bunch of music stuff. I wanted to mention our friends' bands. Oh, go ahead. Uh, Delivery Guys, they're in a band called The Crazies. I asked uh, Jimmy today if they have a show that I could plug. He said no, but then he mentioned in the beginning of June he's doing. they're doing like a punk fest in Rochester. But, um, so yeah, it was weird that he said no, but then he's like, yeah, uh, Rochester in the beginning of June, that's like two weeks away or, you know, a little more than two weeks. So if you live in the Rochester area, the crazies are coming to your town. Good stuff. And then Drew's band, Blue Ribbon Bastards, they play all kinds of shows in Buffalo. Armageddon, the Blue Ribbon Bastards. You see their stickers in the bathrooms mm-hmm. in Buffalo, huh? Mm-hmm. And then No Prevail. Are they playing somewhere? No. Not that I know of. I oh, just okay. wanted to mention them there. I, I didn't know if they, you were plugging a show or something like that. I wish. I wish, too. I have one more musical-related story okay. slash tidbit. So I was looking at my list here. I wrote down a bunch of bands I wanted to mention, but I'm not even going to get into them. But <laughs> I wrote down Garth Brooks purposely because I have a story about hmm. <laughs> Friends oh, in oh. Low Places by oh, Garth it? Brooks. Hose heard the story. Okay. I've heard it. So, the Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. Have you heard the song? Yeah, of course. It's a good song. I like the song. I don't love Garth. Do you Brooks. legitimately like the song? I don't you... love Garth Brooks, but I love. I do like the song. Wow. Okay. So I'm at the Columbus Club. If you could picture the Columbus Club where the jukebox is, it's not close to the bar. This guy was the furthest away he could have been. He was at the bar, but at the furthest part of the bar. He heard the song start, and it was the first one I played, because that's kind of what I do. I'll play something like that first, and then I'll just play The Clash after that, or whatever I can find. Mm -hmm. But I, because whatever, a crowd pleaser, if you will, we'll call it that. He goes from as far away as possible that he could have been. He's like, hell yeah! (laughs) That's what I call a song! (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like he'd never heard it before like it was just, he, he, he was just like traveled this, through time and learned about the freaking <laughs> redneck dude and he just oh man it was amazing oh. okay this is where i'm gonna insert the interview with Kristen. so please enjoy that and catch the rest of it afterwards all right we're here with our dick pick liaison Kristen. uh we just want to talk about dicks <laughs> dicks you guys did admit how gay you were last week <laughs> all three of us nope. nobody even put up a fight nope. <laughs> mostly, super into gay shit mostly just maybe like the dating scene and shit like that get a woman's perspective on things we're actually we've got kind of many angles at it well Dave and I are both single bros I am on Tinder and all that junk but Dave is not Kristen is a female version of that. She's on the stuff, but is a single gal. Eric, though, 
One for yep. one, huh? He's, yep. he's yep. one for one on, on the online dating. Yep. He's, he's currently got a thing. It worked. It worked for him. Great success. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's just... Bo Bryson together and everything. Let, let's just jump right into the, the one you, uh, was, you were telling me about, but you didn't want to tell me until the, the, the pod... Oh, the most recent? The most golden. recent. The, the, yeah, you said the conversation you were having was golden. It was just pure gold. It was pure gold. So, I don't know if you want, yeah, if you want to pull it up and read it, or just tell me I what you remember. I don't know if I necessarily want to read it, but it's pretty much... You just want to get reminded of everything? It's just disgusting. <laughs> oh, the, the more disgusting, the better, please. I right. mean... It's like, okay, before, before we get into that, obviously I don't get dick pics, because I'm surfing these sites for women but the, the stories i hear just the way guys are like hey how's it going and then here's two, my dick here's my dick <laughs> yeah. like two seconds later here you go like unsolicited dick pics like why are you doing that and i i just because i'd never in fact for a while my bio all it said was i won't send you a dick pic unless you ask me to <laughs> that's all i wrote because like i, I my word. bio just doesn't seem to work <laughs> maybe it's more maybe it's my pictures <laughs> Get like a good sense of humor about it. Maybe like somebody like, "Hey, can I see your dick?" Like I like I blame it on my bio, but it's probably just my my ugly mug. <laughs> I and I told you you have to go the other way and lead I, I, with, "Here's my dick." I will send I will send dick pics. That's the one. So have any of you three ever had a dick pic or sent a dick pic? Upon yeah. request, I yeah, yeah, yeah request not, not a big random. One. I was thinking about this. Um, I have a good one. Um, I want to see it. My dick? No, no, that's not what I'm going. I have a good story. I know. I I know what you meant. Um, I once had an ex, ex now, but we were like going through a rough patch and I left her house and she texts me. She says, Hey, can you come back and bring me porn? And I was like, you live a town away. Like if I'm coming back for any reason, I'm coming back to fuck you. Right. (laughs) I'm just like refusing, 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 and finally she's just like, "Can you just send me a dick pic then?" And I begrudgingly like sent a dick pic, just like sent her like three limp ones first as a joke, and it was just like, "Finally, here's my fucking hard dick." Like, took a while, but finally sent the dick pic begrudgingly. Begrudgingly, the, four, the fourth pic was the the money shot. Yeah, yeah. I gave, I gave Let's talk money. about that. You tell me that you get like videos sometimes, like all the time, like, oh, jerk jism, off videos, jism videos. What? Like, Always. What the hell? Money shot. Wow. Are you serious? Yeah, and that's the best way to find out. Like I was telling him to actually Google the guys because you can't send it on Tinder. You have to either get a phone number or an email address in <coughs> order to send these things. So they're all gung ho. Meanwhile, I'm using them a. To send the videos and the dick pics to my gay friends to look at. <laughs> nice. And B, so I can then stalk and Google them more to learn if what? they're criminals or what kind of element they yeah, are. Yeah, you were just telling me about someone that was... He sent me a like, jerk-off video. Like a legit, like, illegal alien. A legit. <laughs> and he was using Tinder to find broads. He was from Australia. He had some idiot in New Jersey who apparently put him up and through my internet investigation found out he was arrested for squatting in New Jersey. He then fled to Canada 
and sent me all these jerk off videos. But once I Googled him from getting his email address, I found out his problems with the law and somewhere throughout the, the country, like down the line of the conversation, he asked me if I would consider marrying him <laughs> so he could become a U.S. citizen. Oh, well, at least he cuts to the chase, though. <laughs> wow. I mean, you guys have been through so much together. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yep. Why stop there? So before any, I mean, he was pretty quick with the dick pics and the jerk off videos. But then marriage came maybe three days later. The three marriage. days. Wow. Yeah. That's deep. And he then, waited a while. Yeah, he mm. deleted me from everything once I find... Because I'll lead these on just to see what kind of golden material I can get. <laughs> so I played along, whatever. I'm never going to meet this fucking guy. And Until the wedding. Yeah, <laughs> until the wedding. And sure enough, they always just offer up this crazy bullshit. So and we... That was, me and Ho were lucky enough to be at the Vets Club <laughs> for one of these dick pic showers. Because you basically, we got to, it was like live tweeting, but like in real life. I don't know what you even call that. Live tindering. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Like I got to, we got to watch each interaction. And then basically we were like, how long till the dick pic comes? And seriously, you got the number and what, five or six text in? Yeah. Sends it. And my favorite part about this, though, is, like, you, I, I wish I could, like, show you. <laughs> I deleted but the it's, pictures. Well, no, it's so. it's audio, so they're not going to be able to see. But oh. he did, like, a... I thought you meant Dave. Okay, for, okay <laughs> actually... I would like to see it. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. curious. He, I deleted them all. Uh, somehow, before I go into what he was doing in the picture, somehow he was getting these pics taken of him. So he wasn't, it wasn't selfies, you know? Like... Oh, you know, so he was clearly here's taking my the dick. He was, my dick. he was posing for these pics, and one of the oh, poses, he had a, just a leather jacket on. He was, <laughs> he was naked with a leather jacket, and he was doing like a like a javelin throw kind of pose. <laughs> where both, knees, both knees were like like bent, and like you know, it's hard for me to describe just with like, his dick at like a ninety degree to the floor yeah, angle yeah. sticking out. No. I mean, and the dick was weird looking too, yeah. which is the best part. The best part was when I sent the dick pic to your brother to look at, your brother zoomed in and was like, I don't think that guy's circumcised. I'm like, you fucking zoomed in, you fag. Which was awesome. But yeah, the javelin throw, leather jacket pose. And then you like brought it up, the fact that these pics weren't taken by him. And he's like, well... What did he say? Oh, a female my, friend. My friend, that's that's a girl, that's a female, took it. And they were in a hotel room. In a room. hotel room, yeah, yeah. okay. This, this raises an interesting question, though. <laughs> I think we all need to go to, like, a professional photographer <laughs> and get professional dick pics done. <laughs> we can show our moms. Um, seriously, let's let's hire... How much do you think it would cost? What's what? Everybody's got a price. Lisa could do it. 500. Lisa would do it for free to see our dicks, probably. <laughs> well, more interesting. <laughs> this is how this whole segment idea came up. We were at the Vets Club, I think. Or no, I had sent it to you. My friend who is a male who also likes boys sent me... A homosexual? A homosexual. <laughs> I know one in real life. He sent me a picture. You know multiple gay guys. He... On Growler, which is like the game version. This is, the best. This is, is Growler? Awesome. Growler. Growler. There's Growler and Grinder. 
are the gay versions. That's yeah. how I found out about Tinder. I was on vacation with my friend, and he was getting dick pics left and right on, I think it was Grinder. And he's like, oh, there's a hetero version, Tinder, and that's when I hooked oh, up wow. for that. So then we were, like, competing to see who could get that's more dick That's got to be, like, fucking the wild, wild west of internet dating sites. Oh, yeah. Like, those dudes are just fucking savages. Just here's dick, dick, <laughs> well, dick, 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 bam. Even better is... What they do on Growler is send asshole pics. Oh, so wonderful. and I remember you like years ago. We're like, here's my asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and that's joke. a for real. But that thing. was that was when, that was <laughs> when the, the joke fuck? was a woman sending an asshole. Right. Pic, which maybe that'll become a thing eventually. But this is like a thing. This guy literally. There's like two dick pics. One just came, and then a picture of his ass, and then a picture of him throwing up a deuce, and then and. Throwing up a deuce. Oh, okay. I'm taking a piece of shit. Throwing up a deuce. Look at how chill I am. Here's what's going out. Make room for what you have coming in. (laughs) All right, so the new new guy. The Canadian guy. Oh, my new Canadian. Not the one that... Not the javelin thrower. Not the javelin thrower. (laughs) Who I did... That was Canadian? Oh, yeah. And I actually invited him down... To go to the Sabres game with me, and it was just an awful debacle. It was horrible. Uh, the new guy. I mean, it's just the same old bullshit. Like, and I play along like an idiot, but like the whole thing, the first thing he sends me is sex with a Bills fan is on my bucket list. Awesome. <laughs> so wow. not even like, hi, how are you? Like, your pictures yeah. are nice, da da da. And then he starts on this stuff. He just goes into, like, this weird, like, Fifty Shades of Grey, like, stuff. Within, like, six sentences, he's telling me how he's drifting between my legs, finding me warm and <laughs> I'm not dark enough for this shit, am I? Emotionally battered enough. These guys sound fucked up. They are fucked up, but that's the thing. Like, I laugh at this dumb shit. And then, like, it's just funny. You can see the whole thing. He goes on this whole rant about all these things he's going to do to me. And I just write back, like, <laughs> OMG. <laughs> and then he's like, I want to fill you with my hard, smooth shaft. Oh, my God. <laughs> I have so desires and passions, face. which so I would like to explore. He's probably just got them, like, ready for pretty much yeah. anyone, anyone he, that'll listen. Oh, this. yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. And then the, it's always the... How many of these guys do you think are murderers? <sighs> Half? Oh, yeah, for sure. Half That's, of them are murderers? Come on. I don't know, dude. <laughs> that lady got murdered. I had Canada javelin thrower down to my place, staying at my apartment for two nights, and then the next day that broad got murdered, like, in Michigan or something. They found her body in a dumpster. Probably him. It probably was. He drove down from St. Catherine through Michigan. Michigan's fucking close. Mm-hmm. It's the fastest way. It's on Canada. the way. Hello. It's a Canadian idea. I don't know. The, I don't. I can't believe these dudes exist in real life. Okay, so let's uh, let's do a count. How many uh, Tinder fellas have you met? Met in real life? Mm-hmm. Three. Oh, that's not serious. And you've no. been doing it for a while, so that's two years. Bad. The first one that I actually met in person was the lawyer, and the I lawyer met him at a bar in Buffalo. The butt stuff lawyer. Super into butt stuff. Uh. Like on him, he wanted butt stuff done to him. <laughs> Tinder is fucking dark. Holy <laughs> shit! Yeah, this is great. And he's weird, and it's funny. And he's a lawyer. And he's a I'd lawyer. Be a, 
And he posts all this shit about the end of the world and how Big Brother is like looking at oh, everybody's cell phones nice. and cell phones transmissions eat your brains and stuff. Oh. Yeah. And he would always, the best part was like his, he would like, I don't know, it was kind of cool because he was like a take control kind of guy, but then he wanted you to do butt stuff to him, which was really fucking out of my league. <laughs> but kind of okay. Like, was there strap on? Uh, no, but all like, right, he right. wanted... See, that would be juicy stuff for us to, to hear about. You Maybe putting a strap on. it could have gotten, and I didn't let it that? get that oh, far. Oh yeah, I'm sure he's. Because it was too oh, he's, fucking he's weird. Some dark places. <laughs> but his thing, like, the only way he could get hard was he'd be like, yeah, we're going to go on vacation, and I'm going to take you on vacation, and we're going to go out on the beach, and we're, then we're going to go to the bar, and I'm going to find two guys, and I'm going to watch them fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you'd do it. Yeah. So that's the kind of guy that I'm attracting on Tinder. Thanks. Yeah. And then this new weirdo <laughs> that... And that maybe it was only two that I met in real life. No, another one came and met me at work, and I was just like, eh, no, no thank you. Yeah, that was weird. Well, Ho's one for one. Yeah. You've met one, and you're dating her. I yep. met one, dated her for a little while, and she broke it off with me. She was from Erie, an hour away, so she used the, the distance as an excuse, so I, I probably did something. And I still refuse, I just still refuse to, to, to yep. do it. And you no, just no, haven't done it. No dabbling? Yeah. I haven't even downloaded it or anything. You should dabble. We we could like totally like air it out every week too. Yeah. yeah. Like what's new? <laughs> it's got awful. a pussy pick. <laughs> got a See, butthole. I think I told you about it. I had one was like, send me some pics and I'm not big on that. Like, oh here's my boobs, that's okay. But the one time that he was like you know, get on all fours and send me this. And he was telling me what to do. So I'm like all discombobulated <laughs> on my bed trying to do it. And then you take like seven and you're like, oh, it's disgusting. <laughs> so, That's why you need to hire a professional. Exactly. But I finally got it and I got the right angle of what the stuff that he wanted. And instead of sending it to him, I sent it to my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was just your roommate. Thank God. But fortunately, like, somehow once I realized what I had done I was like hitting every button I could and it didn't go and then I made up this elaborate tale in case he did get it and then he was like oh I never got it yeah it was awful because it was very holy crap it was like the behind view from behind of stuff yeah I bet I I can picture it being real hard for you you gals like we we could just lay down and look at our dicks sure bing bang boom and it's all I don't know about gotta you guys, it, but a lot take, of like, them. like a porn star angle so it looks huge. Yeah. Well, a lot of them you can tell <laughs> they're like I mean, pulling it. It is yeah. huge. <laughs> I like to experiment with filters and <laughs> um, anything I can. Um, depth of field, um, rack focus shots. I have a few of those. Girth. What? Girth. Yeah. Put. Put a uh, White Castle hamburger next to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, sure. It looks sure. like an actual sized hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. I stole that from some comic guy. I don't even remember who it was. It's I feel funny. like, guys, you can always tell that they're pulling it as hard as they can to get it up. Choking to make it poor look, thing. Yeah. Actually, the first dick pic I ever saw was at your guy's apartment down on, whatchamacallit, Street. Norton? Yeah. And it was your roommate. 
was taking a dick pic and sending it to his friend, and then she was sending them to me. Just remember, her. yeah, mm. she was, and we were like, "Oh, look what's going on upstairs." <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, when you guys send dick pics, we do share it with all our friends. I share it with all my... Even if you were the ones that ask for it? Of course. If I'm asking... I mean, like... The only time I ever ask for it is if I have one of my gay friends sitting next to me just because I'm showing... Right. We're comparing dicks. Interesting. So, when you're sending that dick pic... It's not to use for masturbatory purposes? I have one video that I still maintain in my queue <laughs> but that's with somebody that i've actually that's not from a tinder dude it's from a real life dude gotcha. I, ever joined, I just thought of something if i ever joined tinder i'm just gonna take pictures of my stomach just to, just to see if that's like a deterrent like my dick's fine i'm, I'm cool with it I've, i'm at peace i'm gonna start look at this just like if, if, if they could still get with it, then you're yeah, good. yeah. If you think this is acceptable, because it's not going to be great no matter what. It's just like if this is acceptable to you, let's hook it up. Like this guy right here. <laughs> exactly. Only exactly the opposite. My body is not a wonderland. That's, From all those Doritos, that's right? Not very, <laughs> yeah, it's not very Wonderlandy, honestly. It's a whole lot better than what I got going. I'll tell you that. We're back after a short break. I just thought of, in our segment, we could get Kristen, the female part of, of our uh, podcast, to offer up do's and don'ts <laughs> on Tinder. That's a great wordplay, by the way. For, for, us, for us guys. I mean, I feel like I'm just maybe too polite. Maybe I'm polite to a fault. Like, I don't... I absolutely am. Right. Yeah, we're, we're too nice. Like, we're never going to be... What, you, what did you say? The take... Take control, take control type. I'm not showing off the dick enough, I can tell you that. I'm not fucking selling this. So maybe there's a certain level of that that you need, you women need, but then you go too far and send the dick pic. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know. Like you're trying, maybe well, I don't know what to do. Just like, like maybe, I should, dick. maybe I should do, maybe I should be more aggressive, but I would never be the unsolicited dick pic guy. Never. I would say... There needs to be a nice balance of the two because ideally you guys are the kind of guys that a gal would like to date, but you need to be more aggressive, certainly, because I don't want to be the one leading the whole conversation. I just looked through like five conversations on here and if I have to talk more than you, I don't want that to hear That is any definitely, that happens to me. If I do get a match... They'll be. I'll be talking, and they'll just have one word answers every time. Yeah, that sucks. And then I gotta think of some other question to ask, and it's just like, well, forget it then. I'll stop. Or guys that don't ask you any questions, and they're just like, "Here's my dick." Yeah. Or I want to feel your little pussy. Then that's no bueno either, because <laughs> that happens a lot. We all know how, a fine line. Because we all know how huge your pussy is, so it's not little. <laughs> that's fucked up. Just kidding. Just kidding. I don't really know that. <laughs> They all say that though. Do they? They're little pussy. Nobody wants <laughs> oh. to be like. Oh, I thought you meant like. No. About your pussy, they oh, say it's a little. Well, yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but they're just fucking. Well, they want to like make. That. Well, they want to make their dicks seem huge. That like they won't. What fit that, in that makes me think is that you're looking for like a seven-year-old, <laughs> <laughs> like a hymen. <laughs> <laughs> if your hymen's not intact. Forget yet. I'm out of here. 
I don't know. I think guys need to quit being pussies and be a little bit more aggressive, certainly. But then there's these fucking losers that you find on Tinder, which for the most part is my experience. Potential Ooh. murderers, it sounds Potential like murderers and so nothing but dicks. But we're kind of getting into real IRL dating, actually. I mean, I mean, yeah. it, that's part of it. Obviously, we we got to. We if you want to date someone, you got to meet them in real life. Sure. Yeah, I mean, that is part of my problem. I think I just. I don't know. I think a big part of like Tinder, I could care less. I know I'm not finding a husband down there, but it's kind of fun just to be know. like. Eh, yeah, I don't yeah. know. It, I I'm think on it's there. A, like a bigger ego boost to be like, hey, 40 guys like this one picture yeah, of me. Yeah, well, okay. Well, that's <laughs> funny. That's funny you say that because I, I, dude, my matches are like once a month. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> and like, you know, maybe I'll get more than that, but the other ones are just fucking bots <laughs> trying to get you to go to their website and pay fucking. That's a good thing for wow, the ladies because there aren't male there? bots. Yeah. yeah. That's another thing I'd be fucking scared of. Well, I mean, it's. You, you can you, tell. you immediately once they once they send you their phone number and the second message, phone number in quotes, <laughs> or like an email or a website, you know it's fake. You could just unmatch them right away. Any sane woman would be like, I, I don't want to get murdered right away. Right, right. All right. After another break, here we're back. See, you are you're always saying to me like, let's just say we're we're at a bar and I'm just talking about it. You gotta be more aggressive, but I don't know. I just. I'm a fucking pussy. I, I'm a, I don't know what I'm afraid of. Like, what what the fuck do I have to lose? They'll say, get the fuck out of here, and that's it. And then I'll fucking walk away. I'll just, it'll be, I'll be in the same spot I was before that. I say that easily now, but it's still not how I do it. Are we talking in person? <laughs> yeah. Approaching? IRL. Yeah. IRL. 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 Whatever. IRL. LOL. Just drink. You've been much better lately. You just need to drink. Liquid courage, more. Liquid courage. You just, need, you just need to be drunk. I don't know. It's been working out very well for me just saying what I think over text message where they can't see the, their face. <laughs> Rejecting me. That's is super easy. Yeah, my, my, yeah. I'll say anything my texting, I think, is also a thing where I might just get too into it and then they're like, they're afraid that I'm going to be like you have to, clingy. You have to find. Again, find the line where yeah, my, my most recent one. No, you're cut off. Dude. Still, still smells. My yeah, most recent one. I've been stink. I've been playing the game where I'm not gonna be the next one to text, and it's backfired on me because she hasn't texted me in <laughs> fucking like two weeks. That's it, though. You have to play the game. It's all a game, and you have to play. That's not a good game. I just, I mean, I don't know. It, it probably just means she's not into it, which sucks. I just wish that I could be into a girl, and then she's into me back, and then we it works out. Why can't that just happen? Is that what happen? happened for you? And it just organically happened yeah, like that? I feel like it was pretty uh, back and forth. There was no, like, I don't know. there was no like, lulls where I had to think of something. It was like, you know, if I, if I didn't think of something, something else came in, and yeah, it I always replied just, to that. And... It always just seems one person is into it more than the other person, and then whatever. I think the, for you, like, the big thing was you made it, like, how how many days without sending a picture of your penis? I mean, at least a week. At least a week. Good. <laughs> That's when it's appropriate. I'd be really surprised if you told me that you've sent her even one to this day, like, now. Well, uh, yeah, I mean, I want to be a gentleman, you know. No, I have you don't even have those capabilities. <laughs> <laughs> it would be very low res. <laughs> yeah. It'd be fuzzy and, and like you know two pixels. No, but seriously, I would be surprised if. You no, that, that that's not my style for that. Uh, not even occasion. if she asked. You oh, if she asked, I mean. I oh, would... and she's that's not her style to ask. 
No. Cool. No. See? Two two like-minded humans got together on plenty of fish. <laughs> PWF as the kids are calling it. Poff. Well, you have like criteria, right? That mix you up. It, it has more than Tinder, but really it's still a crapshoot. I mean, it's still all about the picture. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, because if somebody you have like all kinds of chemistry and they look like a ratchet horror, you're not you going to get hit on a lot. Them, right? <laughs> is, um, I get hit on a trivia crack. Really? Swear to God. Random? You have randoms talking to you on Trivia Crack? Mm-hmm. I, Love my dimples. I haven't played Trivia Crack, but wow. when I did, it was only against friends. Facebook I, friends. I do a lot of randoms. Have, oh, I didn't know that. That's how my thing started on you Trivia see Crack. Pictures of the person? Yeah. My thing. I never, like, reciprocate, but... Wow. Yeah. Huh. That all started on Trivia Crack, and then, like, some, like... Maybe I should re-download it. Innuendo started, and then it went to Facebook messaging from there, and then it went to text. That's real life, though. That's how that started, was Trivia Crack. Trivia Crack! And then it was like, oh, if I win this one, what are you going to do So what me? happens when if they say they one, like your you fucking dimples, you're saying thanks, and then you're like, out of here? I don't say anything. Like, I don't know where they're from. I don't... You know what I mean? It's not that's what you say. Here's my dick. You like my dick? I don't know if that option. Here's my dick. I don't know if they're 500 pounds. Right. Well, or, I mean, you usually get a picture or whatever. But so let's talk about uh, races. You're not. You don't do black black dudes. No. I don't really. I'm not really attracted to black chicks. I don't know. A couple I, guys at work tell me that I'm ready. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I it doesn't I don't think it's a racist thing at all. It's just you know no, you're it's in, what you're attracted to. You're into what you're into, you're and I just yeah. eh. and if I'm I right am with you. if I if I am basically every race is this is true for for me. Like if I am, it's they're almost white. They're pretty much white, but they have yeah. some they have some of the other race in them, like especially Asian chicks. Basically, you're, you're aiming for Mariah Carey or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> They're almost white, but then they're like a little twinge of black chick or twinge of Asian chick. Sure. Like, Olivia Munn has a little bit of Asian in her. Just enough. She's the the hottest chick in the world. And and A.A. Ron Rogers gets to... Is that a fact, really? Oh, yeah. Wow. I did not know that. They've been an item for a long time. In fact, they were blaming losses on her, weren't they? Because... Yeah. Like, Hmm. when Ryan Miller started losing and Noreen DeWolf got blamed... (laughs) Because everyone knows her. What is she? What is she? I don't know. Yeah, she is an Charlie actress Sheen. of some sort. Really? Yeah, some well. show with Charlie Sheen she was on. But yeah, like there was a rumor that Aaron Rodgers and Olivia Munn were engaged. And then Olivia Munn went on like Instagram and posted this funny conversation she had with her mom. Because her mom was pissed that she, that she had to hear it from like the tabloids. And like it confirmed that I still have a chance because they weren't... <laughs> they weren't for realsies. For realsies engaged. Remember when Brett Favre was sending dick pics? Mm-hmm. If Brett Favre has to do it... But he's probably the guy that doesn't have to. He just does it because he's a fucking scumbag. He's just a fucking scumbag. When I heard he had to do it, though, I started, like, maybe I should get on board <laughs> saying, like, that's what it takes for Brett Favre. I don't know. I get them, and it doesn't make me want to pork a dude. 
What if it was a super awesome looking dick? I think they all look the same to uh, me. Thank you. Unless they're tiny, right? Unless they are. If they're tiny, then I don't. They want look to a have... little different then. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if they're if they're a good five six inches, you're good. Any anything above six inches, six and above is fine. It's they're all fine, but once they get below, like a fin- size of a pinky. Yeah. No, no. Baby, baby carrot. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy. No bueno. <laughs> yeah, and th- those guys aren't the ones sending them either, though. You know? But, like, what? the little... Can you imagine oh, getting yeah, the yeah, yeah. Can you imagine oh, getting a God. tiny dick pic? What do, you think, what do you think of this hog? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what girls think of me. I'm not sending them, so I must have a small-ass dick. <laughs> Small dick. Skip. He texted me like five times without sending me a dick pic. He must have a small ass dick. <laughs> I don't know. It's a theory. No, I'm just not a fucking scumbag. And that's, I've never ever solicited one unless it was somebody I in real life had some sort of relations with. Then I've solicited just one person actually, but I've never solicited them because they're fucking weird looking and who cares it's not like I'm going home masturbating to a picture of goddamn. <laughs> like and I don't even solicit pussy pics or boob pics like I'm, I'm happy to get them but like whatever I, I'll see them in real life if, we, if it works out you IRL. know IRL do broads send them unsolicited no no, no. not to me <laughs> <laughs> do you ask no. See, because guys always ask me, and I'm like, oh. I don't think I want I'm the girl shy. that does that unsolicited. Yeah. No, no certainly is. not. I've sent a couple solicited, but I didn't like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's too hard. Like I said, I sent that one, and I ended up sending it to the wrong person. I could have just. Phones are so tricky, aren't they? They are very tricky. I was texting my roommate at the time. So I, what uh, if I was texting my dad? Oh, can you imagine? <laughs> no. He thinks I'm a virgin. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure he thinks that. Wayne's a smart man. Denial. I made a uh, to-do list, kind of like a bucket list kind of thing. This podcast was on it. I hope you don't mind. I took a dick pic in your bathroom. <laughs> Please. I want a copy of it. Cool. Any dick pics taken in this house get CC'd to me. <laughs> There's a camera in there, anyways. <laughs> the glory <Kill>. hole. <laughs> the glory hole. <laughs> so what was on the list? Oh yeah, I was making a list of like stuff I want to do. Like this is before this happened. Yeah, this was not. Way, this is a long time ago. Right. We're not a long time ago. Whatever. Uh, the podcast was on the list. Hosting shitty movie night was on the list. Opening a card shop. You know, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, one of them was to hug Allie Gertz. <laughs> so it, this is a recent list. Sort of, yeah. Or um, you just add to it. It was Nerfurter's fault. Uh, they wrote a song about Allie Gertz. She's just this chick that like writes humorous, nerdy songs on the internet. I didn't even know who she was until the, I heard the Nerfurter song. But I'm like, sure enough, they're on to something. And, she's cute uh, as fuck. She's cute, and she's funny. And you want glasses. So where glasses. can we get her to hug you? Well, that's the thing. I, I'd probably have to go to California. 
She doesn't leave California. Maybe she'll go on tour because she is blowing up. She played a show with Nerf Herder, an acoustic acoustic jam show. Hmm. But either way, like you know, she's in her twenties and she's cool. There's no there's no real reason I would think that I could ever hook up with Allie Gertz. So I wrote on the list. I just want to hug her. I just want to get a hug from Allie it's Gertz. Reasonable. It's a reasonable request if I ever meet her. How far in her twenties is she age appropriate? I think for she's you? about she's about like twenty five. Twenty five. She's in but the point of me telling the story is i had a dream okay and i i thought it was going to be sexual in nature because that's what happens and in my dream i met her and i just hugged her (laughs) that is all i wanted to do so apparently in in, even in my dream state i'm a gentleman (laughs) because usually dude when i'm you know just dude, I do disgusting. Yeah, my dudes are fucking this, horrible. Like porn, when it comes to women. porn style, yeah. like face fucking, and you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's disgusting. I wake, I'm like, God damn. <laughs> you are. It was awesome. No. <laughs> you wake up, and you're like, I'm going back to bed. So you need to find that persona from your dreams and bring him a little bit into like, real life. Do, do half my hugging Ellie Gertz persona and the other half my fucking face fucking my guy. Face, my, my face fucking. A little bit Peebo Bryce and a little bit, a little bit tender. Yeah. <laughs> See, these, uh, he doesn't have the Peebo Bryson in him. <laughs> No, you listen to it from enough, the waist down. I do. <laughs> Hello. Watch it comes to find out if you Google it, he's got a huge, like a not a huge, like <laughs> the smallest black guy dick ever. <laughs> from the waist down, I have the tiniest black dick ever. If ever you're. So, any last words? Last words of advice or just any, uh... Be more aggressive. But not too aggressive. But not too aggressive. Not creepy aggressive. I'm always here. I'm always a text away. Well, how about... <laughs> not so much for real shit, like for Tinder. Because I think For that's... Tinder, just do whatever the fuck you want. Like, I tell these guys that, oh yeah, tell me about what you want to do to my little pussy. Just for fun while I'm sitting home watching... The Office on Netflix. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, and whenever, <laughs> but it's never going to happen. Yeah. Whenever, yeah, whenever I, I match, I just try and get it to where, like, let's go hang out. You know, if we like each other enough to let's hang out. I mean, I like that's the thing for me. Like, I don't ever want to be that weird, like, I'm into sex. I'm into sexing you up. Like, I kind of treat it like real. Like, I wouldn't say that to anyone if I first never. met him at a fucking bar. I know. I'm a dying breed. I don't know. I think Tinder's. But just... it fucking worked for hoes, so maybe I just gotta keep going because I'm sure hoes even less. It's tricky. Than I am. You know, it's tricky. I wish I could go back and tell you how it all panned out. Just chit chatting. Must and just be, be the right one. And, be, and before you know, it, you're like, let's do this on our phones. Oh fuck! Is it really? I've gotten then, to. I've gotten to the phone. Part and then before a bunch you know, it's like, all right, let's do something. You did. I mean, you did it once. It was like that. Yeah. I just gotta find the the chick that just I don't know. All right, well, thanks, Christopher, for stopping by and helping us out with this part of the podcast. Hopefully, maybe we'll do it again and we'll uh, talk about our dicks. current current situ- current situations and our current dicks. <laughs> <laughs>
Alright, take her easy. Alright, so Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, a note, me and Ho have not seen it. Everything that comes out of my mouth is going to be new to you. We have not yep. seen it. We relax. Spoiler alerts galore. You oh. missed a real pile of shit this week. Let me just start with by saying that. Alright. <laughs> Nick went to shore. Uh, I didn't catch the part where um, Strand told him he had to or if he did or whatever. But he went to shore and he's really getting good at gore walking. Oh, the putting yeah. stuff on him and then... Like, I, th I have a feeling that's going to be his new heroine. It's just like, oh, I really want to fucking... I really shouldn't, but I want to go for a gore walk today. And, like, just... <laughs> he's just going to cover himself in fucking innards and walk among the dead. Is that a real term? Or is that made up? Gore walking? You make that up? As far as I'm concerned, I made it up. I don't... I never heard it used before. Um, I like it. It works. But while Nick is gone, teen pirates take over the boat. Nice. With is the, it the boat we were, like, worried about before? The one that was on the radar, like, their new... Yes, yes. Remember when it, when, when she was talking to the people over the yeah. radio? I believe this was, was that group. They used Teen pirates. Te teenage emo pirates nice. take over the boat. The biggest bunch of pussies hijack their boat. Unbelievable. Using the old, oh, our friend is pregnant, help us trick. Oh, I thought it was, I have a gun in my pocket, like, pointed finger Well, trick. I mean, they broke they broke out the guns after after lying their way under the boat. But seriously, if I had to deal with these kids, I would have just told them that all the members of the Arctic Monkeys were probably dead, and then blinded them with their own tears, and then just threw them off the boat. <laughs> like, see you guys later. Like, you don't know, no, nice try. Nice try. You have great hair, by the way, but you're doomed. <laughs> Dude, I, I can't believe Strand would stand for that. Strand, well, Strand was off the boat, and here's where I—that's where I got lost. I'm. By the he, way, okay, hold on. Mm -hmm. He's gonna use this to be like, see? That's oh, why yeah. I don't let anyone on the boat. That's mm. why I cut the tow line of. Okay. Not really, but I'm kind awesome. of, sort of, not really dying to see what happens tonight mm -hmm. or what happened tonight. But he, yeah, he bounced for a little bit, and they saw him. He was on a lifeboat, and they, like, shot the lifeboat out, but he survived, I guess. I mean, I'm sure he survived. Um, but there was a lot of flashbacks of Strand's past. Oh, wow. Yeah. They haven't done flashbacks yet, have they? No, not really. For nobody. Yeah. Right? That's weird. But, um, still well-dressed in the past. <laughs> a lot of nice suits. A lot of shady dealings. No, no who farted t-shirts? Mm, that was me. <laughs> oh, um, the boat apparently turns out, I think it's stolen from a guy named Thomas Abigail. So it wasn't like somebody specific to Strand. You know, that's not why it was named Abigail. Um, I believe the owner of the boat's name is Thomas Abigail. So the dude named his boat after his last name? I guess so, what yeah. Fucking tool. But it's a good last name. <laughs> Abigail. <laughs> What else did I write here? I wrote that the, the ringleader, of, once again, the ringleader of the teen pirate gang is the least intimidating bad guy I've ever seen on TV. He, It's like Gene Belcher trying to like be mean. <laughs> I feel like I could call the kid a name and he would just kill himself. Just looking at him, you know, but whatever. He is good at giving speeches while playing with a gun and drinking. Because huh. there's a lot of that, you know, like the dramatic like one-liners and stuff. And just like trying to intimidate people. Which apparently worked. I don't understand why. That would have been over in five seconds if I were on that boat. And I'm as beta as they come. But, but I wouldn't stand for this kid. I don't want to use the word I want to use. But no, I, I wouldn't fucking put up with it. 
Oh, so when, when Nick's gore walking, he's going to find one of Strand's accomplices, we'll say. His, I don't even know what to call him. But the guy was a sick sniper because they're coming back to the boat and the guy's like, wait, there's other people on the boat. And the guy just pulls out a gun and he just starts picking them off. The emo kids? Yeah. Nice. Pop, pop, pop. A few of them are still alive right now, but but he was dope with a sniper rifle, let me tell you. That's awesome. Yeah, he, he's another friend of Thomas Abigail's, or we're not really sure who Thomas Abigail is right yet, but I think this is going to be a thing now, Thomas Abigail. Um, shout out Thomas Abigail. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, this guy insists that they can't get into Mexico without Strand. Does that make any sense to you at all? No. I, I feel you should be like able to go anywhere you want now. The, the world has ended. You can go to Mexico. I, I've said it before on, on this program. Customs is not going to be like, where's Victor, you know? <laughs> um, I need to see your passport. Are, are you ready for this? I want you... You're not sitting down enough. You're sitting down, but you're not sitting down for this. Off paper. This is off the cuff. Off notes. Victor Strand is fucking gay. Nice. Why would I need to sit down for that? They drop a bomb on you like that. What's the wrong? same the same bomb that every TV show is dropping on everyone all the time now. How, how's it revealed? How's that revealed? In one of the flashbacks, he kisses a guy. Hey, maybe it was a mistake. You know what I mean? Mm, uh, I think he's gay. Hmm. Nothing wrong with being gay. Hmm. There's nothing wrong with it, but every TV show, like, that's the, the sign of a dying well, TV show. Well, that's the thing. That's what I said about Fear of the Walking Dead to begin with. Not so much the gay stuff, but, like, the all the... Every, there's like every race covered mm-hmm. in the one family, like all inclusive. and then not so much the guys they pick up have to be like whatever, different, whatever that guy is. The the what did you call him? The Oracle? Oh, the the Mexican Oracle. Yeah, yeah. is he Mexican? Yeah, oh. I believe so. I'm Here's... just saying, like every race, and there there was even an Asian neighbor in the first season. <laughs> <laughs> well, I believe Alex is a little. Asian. I don't know if she's coming back though. It's like it's like edgy. Like oh, this family, you know. Yeah. They, well, it's they can exactly mix ra- mixed race family. It's 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 cool. You know, it's fine. Famous TV families are mixed race now. Don't be afraid to do it in real life, and don't discriminate in real life. I guess what I'm trying to say is, it's a shame that that show stooped to that because, like, after last week, it was kind of growing on me a little bit. That's gone again. <laughs> you see, not, not you hate it. You hate it. It's it's just so like. I should have fucking known it was coming. Stay tuned, because I have a feeling it's going to get heavy this week, and we'll talk about it next week, and I will begrudgingly watch it. I'm watching it twice now. I will actually watch both. The one you're you're talking about and tonight's tonight's will be watched. Beautiful. Cool. Well, Well, we'll talk about it next week. I'm going to probably tomorrow check out Civil War. I want to watch it before I listen to Delivery Guy's podcast this week, because I'm sure they talk about it. So, yeah, check out the delivery, guys. I would advise you to also watch Civil War first, unless you don't give a shit. All right. Any closing thoughts, fellas? That don't have anything to do with Victor Strand? No. Uh, we have uh, a date for our first shitty movie night. Mmm, so 28th? If, yep. 28th. If anyone listening lives around here and wants to join contact us we'll let you know where it's at and what you need to do what are the movies we're not sure yet what do you think 
Because we're probably going to do two. Which one is definitely being watched? Uh, see, I, I said Troll 2 was going to definitely be one of them, but I'm not sure now because we might do The Room and Only the Strong. I, I like that. Because Only the Strong I've never seen and The Room Dave hasn't seen. I feel like a few others haven't seen either of them. Oh, yeah. So yeah, I'm sure many of the people joining us. I would watch us. The Room again and Only the Strong. Troll 2 I've seen a million times. Yeah, strong. maybe we'll save Troll 2, because Troll 2 is a gem, but we've all seen it. We're all well-versed and in it's actually, it's a pretty good movie, too. It's no, it's not. I hate when you say that. It's not even that shitty. You're it's out like, of your mind. It's like awesome. <laughs> it's the worst. Because I like Only the Strong. <laughs> Only the Strong is awesome, Boy, but it's... Capoeira. I own it for because it's a good movie to me. <laughs> That's weird. Okay. We'll, do some, we'll do some Capoeira after we're, we're done watching Only the Strong. Yeah. Oppo- opposite Limbo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> always, always talking about the scene in, in Only the Strong yesterday. <laughs> you got to see it. Oh, Just man. Wait. I can't wait. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Peace.